Hey everyone, this is Josh here for uh, Mudcast. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to get back into it and realize the last episode uh, for this podcast has been in September last year. Um, just an update. And I think I mentioned some of this uh, before on the podcast, but you know, it's just really been, um, I think a couple of things have, have sort of come into play in terms of why I sort of stopped for the year and why I'm hoping to, to get going for, for the new year. Um, so this is going to be a short episode. Uh, basically, leading up to um, the launch of Madden 24, I just want to tell you a couple of things about uh, sort of what happened last year, why I not only really stopped podcasting uh, for this podcast, but also uh, playing Madden, you know, Mutt in general. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about that. I didn't feel, obviously, if I'm not playing Mutt as much uh, and, and not as invested in it, you know, I shouldn't really be out there sort of uh, almost claiming to be an expert. Uh, in the space, uh, and then also uh, sort of what I have on the horizon, hopefully for uh, the beginning of next year, I'm hoping to to get going for the launch of Madden 24. So um, I'll start uh, chronologically uh, in terms of last year s- September. I think there's a few sort of uh, converging elements uh, that that caused me to sort of uh, put the podcast on hold, and and really uh, one for that, which is the least consequential, but um, or the, the, you know, the least, um, the, the, the smallest reason, but honestly is, you know, the way it works, you know, the fact that there are so many, there's so much, uh, revolving around team chemistries, unless you have a, a God squad, uh, that the Patriots just weren't as good last year. So they've obviously been in the past and, you know, sort of a lot of people have grown used to with, with Tom Brady on the team. And, you know, for that reason, I know there were a number of different, you know, you look at Julian Edelman was one of the Super Bowl uh, rewards, um, players that you could get in the Super Bowl reward. Um, you know, Gronk showed up as well. Um, Brady obviously got their retirement card. The point being is the fact that I find, and this is one of my biggest problems, and hopefully this gets resolved and maybe not Madden 24, but uh, another version of Madden is that um, – the how good your team is unless you're willing to sort of take on a different team or as i mentioned you know have a god squad how good your team is um really has a lot to do with your engagement level sometimes of 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 mutt because you know um and this will go into one of my other points but you'll see a lot of people uh sort of complaining that their team didn't get cards so whether or not a player did well and, and just there's another player that did better another player that that madden selected to have as part of the program or part of the team of the week uh, or just the fact that, like, you know, hey, your team is losing more, um, you know, they, they're not going to get that those playoff cards at the end of the year or whatever it might be, um, you know, that's, uh, that's, that engagement level is just not there, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's tougher to keep up, like, you know, oh, this, this Pats player came out, this Pats player came out, um, or this 49ers player, or this Chiefs player, whatever, whatever your team happens to be, you know, there is a certain level of engagement that happens when, hey, there's a new promo, and hey, I just got one of my favorite players that just came out in Madden. That's just the way it works. And, and I know that there are things such as the wild cards, um, the uh, legends, and then ultimate legends, um, promos from past players, uh, players that can have any team cam, although they're still a little less incentive if, you know, for example, Larry Zonka can have Pat's cam, but he's still a dolphin. Um that sort of idea that that's sort of to engage more people, but I've talked about this in the past. I really don't think that there is a lot of um, relevance of team chemistries in terms of Madden. I think that you know, in in it just it just sort of works to divide the community. I think that um, 
Madden is one of those kind of unique card games that, um, you know, it's got this, uh, this element of this online card game on like collectible sort of card game that you play with that's that's kind of unique uh, but it's also tied to real things if you think of like other card games i've talked about this in the past week but like let's take pokemon as an example you can have a favorite pokemon but you're you're allowed to pick that because of the fact that there are no real pokemon i i can't do that the same way i could with a football team if I choose to like Pikachu because Pikachu's out there and, and maybe that's my favorite Pokemon when I was a kid, it's my choice. You know, I, I, there's no sort of regional association. There's no sort of like Pikachu's like, well, I guess Pikachu was, was good, was popular. So, the, the, you know, same way Dallas Cowboys and New York Yankees attract a lot of fans. That's an idea. But um, in the same sense, there, there's just no... Um, you know, you, you don't you don't you don't get to pick your 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 favorite team in Madden the same way you would your favorite Pokemon, uh, just because of the fact that you have an association with a real life team, um, so you can't you can't really cut ties with your own team in the same way. And then that's my point is the fact that um, no matter how no matter how it works out, like you're you're going to have uh, this association association with a real life team that you really want to build digitally in that digital card game, and that just makes it really unique. Obviously, it makes it good in some aspects, but makes it bad in terms of, like, the fact that there's this association with, not only are you collecting players, like, it would be much easier to collect players from other teams if that team chemistry also didn't tie into how good they were. So, like, I can collect as many pots as I want, and I'll throw in a, a Viking or a Dolphin here and there because, you know, they're good, but if there's a Pats player that's two less overall, um, or there's a Pats player that's five less overall, and I'm like, Dude, where's this Pats player? He hasn't got an upgrade in two months. That type of thing is is uh, I think that that, that leads to um, a little bit of toughness. So I, I'm not going to expand on this. This is probably a topic that I'm going to return to again uh, in Madden 24. Uh, but uh, that just saying that that half that that aspect of, of the team building. The other the other part is um, just kind of got tired of the 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 ultimate team cycle, and I think that ties into you know, the team. I've been playing Ultimate Team for maybe six, seven years or so. It's it's always it's always been really good, but I've mentioned this, the fact that there's a churn and burn aspect of the fact that there's not you don't get to carry anything over besides rookie premieres that hopefully should be coming out soon. This is being recorded on June eleventh. Um besides rookie premieres, there's nothing you get to carry over. It's 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 all done. It's it's all like you play one year and then you're done, you have to start from the bottom. Uh, in the next year, and and that's a little tough. And I really wish that uh, there was less of an overall, less of an emphasis of, of trying to get your team in that year um, to a 99 overall, and more emphasis in terms of like, hey, this is a 97 player. This player doesn't come around that often, and just having, um, you know, a lot of players that maybe 90s, 92s, or whatever, but like the, those bigger 97s um, don't come around that often, and then some sort of aspect of of how you how you how you just make it um really difficult to, to have everyone um have like a 97 to 99 overall team if you're going to have repeating years you have some sort of uh, rotation as other card games do um or you have some sort of uh, you know something like a like a salary cap like a super salary cap where um, you can have if you've been playing for a long time you can slot into different 
you know, divisions that may have different salary caps or whatever it is. So I'm not going to expand on that ton as well. I'm sure there'll be another topic, but that's another thing. It's just the churn and burn, you know, my team wasn't playing too well. Um, you know, we're going through the same promos year after year. And then the third team is really, you know, as much the game, you know, I talked about the game in terms of that churn and burn in terms of both gameplay, but also, um, you know, the, the promos, but the third team is, the third thing has honestly been like, the, the community has kind of been like a turnoff and then that, that kind of sucks to say, um, and, and, you know, that's not something where I'm not, you know, obviously I'm a part of that community. I don't, I'm not trying to like, I don't know, you say victim blame or whatever it might be. Um, but you know, honestly, it's been a huge turnoff. I, I, I think it sort of culminated in, um, there was some card that, uh, just wasn't in packs. And honestly, I think this was maybe closer to, November or December. So it was even after the, I recorded, you know, this, this podcast later on some card that wasn't included in packs. And, um, there was a, a um, YouTuber, um, uh, that sort of, you know, was, was clamoring for, um, you know, just a, a NAT card because the card wasn't in packs for a certain amount of time. I'm not going to go into specifics on this because it, it, it's not about the particular YouTuber. It's not about the particular people in the community. Honestly, this happens all the time. And honestly, in terms of the YouTuber, like I get wanting to, um, I get wanting to, uh, to like advocate for, for something that you pay for, you know, YouTubers pay hundreds of dollars. I'm not going to blame them for wanting to get the value out of what they're paying for. Um, but, um, anyway, I've been talking about this, the fact that I don't like the fact that those, there's those free rewards um, the bypacks, the cards in the store, and that's Madden's fault, by the way. That's that's not all. That's on the community at all. But what is is the fact that Madden, and this is their mistake again, decided to release at one point, um, you know, the Derrick Henry that wasn't in packs, and they just everyone that bought a pack got that Derrick Henry. The problem with that is one, you load up games, and it feels like ninety percent of your games are against QB Derrick Henry, and two. Any other QB that's around that price range is um, their price is going to be affected, as well as Derrick Henry's price, because whoever pulls Derrick Henry, no, this is no longer a card that is um, you know maybe six hundred, maybe a million coins, six hundred thousand, uh, maybe a million coins, but um, now it's you know two fifty because everyone that bought packs and everyone that's that that you know, that huge whale that, you know, in, in, in a sense, whale in terms of uh, a collector, a, bi a big collector, has already got the card because they probably opened packs within, when they came out, and that's when the issue was, and then they got the free NAT. So the market is distorted for that player. And what I, what I point out in this scenario is the fact that, you know, don't give out NATs because that's going to screw around with the market. And just mercilessly, the community jumped all over that Assuming that I was talking about that the card that was NAT was going to show up on the market. That's obviously not what it meant. It's called non-auction, non-tradable. That card cannot end up on the auction block. However, everyone that pulls the card can put that on the auction block. And everyone that's looking for a quarterback um, like Derrick Henry either got one because they got it for free or 
the price is going to be a lot different, maybe higher, maybe lower, depending on um, who's around that 90, I think it was a 96 overall, who they're looking for for quarterback in 96. And obviously Derrick Henry is, is a running quarterback too. So maybe they're looking for a running quarterback around 96. Those prices are going to fluctuate. So the NAT that people are given, that's not going to change. The problem is, is the fact that that high population that's now had more Derrick Henry's in the overall ecosystem, even though the less of them are auctionable, that's going to change the market. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, I know this is not just an issue with Madden, but there's no um, space for, for sort of subtlety and argument in terms of um, those little things. So honestly, those are just a huge turnoff in terms of just getting jumped all over um, for no one really understanding at all what I've seen and people just being mad. And again, it's okay to be mad at Madden, but to not hear what the actual point is that I was trying to make and why it could be bad for the community, maybe not in that moment, but into the future and the precedent that the EA is setting. Um, yeah, because it, like you want the best situation for yourself in that moment. But you know, you think of like two Maddens down the road, is this going to be a bad precedent for the community? Is this going to make it so that the people that buy cards, if they're going to keep having these errors, there's just going to be a bigger gap in between the people that buy cards and people that don't. People that buy cards should get better cards. But you paid initially to have a chance at that card, and now you're receiving that card 100% because of the fact that EA screwed up. And I just don't think that that's right. So again, I don't need to get into that anymore. That's That could be another topic. But the whole idea is the fact that the th things such as, you know, whining for your team to get a new card. Um, honestly, I felt the same way as a Pats fan where the Pats weren't doing as well, but I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to put it online. Like it, you know, it sucks. Kyle Duggar, you know, doesn't get like a new card for like a long time. It's doing really well. Well, that's just the way it goes, especially if your team is, is not high in the standings. And it just got to a point where the, the, the community was just such a turnoff instead of a positive. Like it, it really became toxic and not just towards me but just like seeing in general like it was tough to go on any of the ea posts any of the madden posts and not see a list of people and not even talking about the the guy that's that's clamoring for trubisky like just everyone listing their favorite teams and favorite players and be like why isn't this guy upgrade things are completely not relevant to the post that was actually posted uh, or or the the tweet or whatever um that, that was actually posted so um, that's just the, the third sort of turn off there. So again, this is going to be a quick podcast. Um, I will, uh, stop here. And then after the break, I'll tell you about what I have coming up, uh, for Madden 24. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll be right back. All right. So I just wanted to get back and this should be pretty quick in terms of what I'm looking to do for, um, next year in the podcast. Uh, so Really, ultimately, what I'm looking to do is to expand on um, some of the work I've been trying to, to figure out in terms of pulling the data for all the player cards into a unified database where I can sort of analyze more of the, um, the ratings for the players. Um, talk about, you know, I, you know there's, there's things that Mudhead's done and other, other places have done. They have these top 10 lists um, that's sort of based upon the certain attributes that they are looking at or the certain things. You know, obviously, speed is king, those type of things. But do a, a actual deeper dive in terms of, um, you know, player items 
and how many players are, for example, over certain thresholds, how many players, like, uh, if you think about um, day one of the game, and you're trying to get um, a certain amount of players that are over 80 overall, or 85, or whatever it is, how exclusive is that reading to that position? So you think about, like, um, cornerbacks with main coverage that are over 85. Is there 12? Is there 3? Is there maybe 30? Like, that's, a, you know, I know it's not 30, but that's an idea where, you know, taking a deep dive in terms of um, ranking um, some of those players uh, based upon those those ratings uh, and taking a, a look into, um, you know, the overall market. I'm hoping to be able to uh, also pull in data in terms of um, size. So if you have guys that have very similar, uh, you know, attributes, very similar ratings, you know, maybe there's a wide receiver that's a couple inches taller, uh, and then be able to pair that with some of the overall trends that are going on. Like, the, you know, a wide receiver that's 6'5", you got similar ratings, how much more is he worth? Um, and then the reverse of that, maybe how much more is a guy that is 6'5 going compared to a guy that's 6'1? Can you get a much better deal than a guy that's 6'1 uh, if you're not, you know, going to be aggressive catching uh, on running back, and on, sorry, on cornerbacks? So, um, Kind of both sides of that, uh, where you know I can hopefully pull in, I will, I will be able to pull in the ratings, um, but hopefully be able to pull in more of the um, data points in terms of um, size, in terms of team cams. So you think about team cams, uh, there's that great tool on Mutt.gg uh, that allows you to be able to see all the team cams. Uh, but thinking about these players that are coming out in terms of who has the eligibility to be on these different team cams and how that may affect how. Um, worthwhile they are to pick up, um, even though I hate team camps, uh, as I mentioned that, that type of thing. Uh, and then and then also be able to uh, compare who's going after what. So you think of Tyreek Hill, um, how much is he going to cost you because the fact that he's got so much more speed. Is there a guy that you can get that's maybe three less speed? That's just a much better bargain. So, um, so that's what's going to be for the people that have the sort of unlimited purse strings. Um, but really for more um, people that have, um, they have to be more economical, um, either both about their coins or about their time, which for me, it's both. Uh, so that this is, this is something that, that uh, is going to be more of a personal project. So um, I am looking into that, being able to pull the data uh, online uh, based upon the players that are coming out uh, and be able to update that data throughout the year. Hopefully see, for example, you can actually see players are coming out that let's say there's a player that comes out, for example, that's a 92. He's a champion of his set. You know, comes out, he's a million coins. How much of that, um, historically, how, how often is that champion losing value over time? After a certain time, do you want to sell him? Um, after a certain time, does he become like, you know, still the number one option in his position? Um, those type of things where it's, it's taking a look at um, you know, if you're going to do this set, how much value are you going to get out of it in terms of coins, in terms of longevity, in terms of how good that's the best player, um, how in terms of stats, like where does he rank? Like, it, you know, for the, some of those important stats, um, where does he rank? I think it's going to be very tough to do, you know, like you think about something such as like press or, uh, sorry, um, play rec, um, you know, in main coverage, zone coverage, I think it's going to be tough to, I'm not someone like I know Gut Fox goes in and you know plays in um, 
the practice mode a bunch and is able to sort of see what the difference between maybe a guy that's 80, 83 zone coverage compared to a guy that's 87. Um, you know, I'm not going to know as much about that, uh, but, but um, you know, being able to at least compare some of those numbers. Uh, and then there's other sources out there. I'm not going to compete with them. They've got uh, a lot more time, a lot more resources, and being able to um, see exactly where those thresholds seem to be. And I'm going to try and use those sources uh, to compare to, to my data. So I'm not going to replicate that. It's not my strong suit anyway. My strong suit is pulling the data, being able to analyze the data, being able to figure out, um, you know, if you expect, you know, again, that 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 um, champion to be 92 overall, how much you expect him to, to cost. Uh, maybe what do we expect the upgrades to be, um, the upgrades to cost along the way, that type of stuff. Um, so I'm still... Um, baking out the idea. If you have any thoughts, feel free to, um, you know, uh, either send an email on this um, to geckogaming06 um, at gmail.com, which is the email address. Uh, same thing for the, um, for Twitter. I still use that Twitter a little bit, even though I've been mostly using my main account. Uh, but uh, that's the idea. If you have any thoughts in terms of this format, in terms of things that you would like to see, I'd obviously love to hear that. I'm not going to say that's definitely within my purview. It's definitely within something I can do or something that, that I'd be good at compared to other um, Madden content creators. But if it is, I'd love to hear that. I'd uh, love to have uh, feedback. So that is all. I'll just make this quick. Um, and I will hopefully come back with an update before the season starts and where we're going and to give you a better idea of, of some of those, uh, some of those things we're going to look at. Um, so that is all. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll talk to you soon.